Welcome to the Monday Minute of the Hunt's Backcountry podcast. These are shorter and more informal episodes where we answer listener questions. Steve, you were gone last week, but you're back. Welcome back, man. Yeah, thank you. Had a great vacation with the family and back to, uh, well, eventually be out in the warehouse all week shipping orders. <laughs> yeah, I hope you recovered from vacation and ready for a crazy week ahead. Yeah, no, it's uh, Black Friday was um, very successful, put it, to put it mildly, so we'll We'll be out there all hands on deck shipping while you uh, handle all the customer service from from your basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks to everyone who did uh, support the sale this past week. Uh, it did go over well. We will be working hard. When I say we, I'm not included in this, but we will be working hard to ship your orders as quickly as possible. Um, probably, Steve, like there's going to be, you know, hundreds of orders going out this week for sure but some of it's probably going to triple trickle into next week but i imagine at some point next week we'll definitely be caught up on all those and have them out the door you expect yeah yeah for sure like i think we'll get through the bulk of it this week it just depends on yeah how, how busy we are with other stuff but if we can get all six of us out in the warehouse cranking and shipping we can get quite a few orders out a day get caught up by the end of the week i think we'll see nice gosh i'm i'm biting my tongue steve because we i want to say something about a surprise that we have coming for christmas but i can't spoil the details but suffice to say if you are a k4 owner be sure to pay attention when it comes christmas time because we have something really cool coming and that's all i can say for now um all right we do have a listener question that i want to get into but first, I want to make you guys, the listeners, aware of a few things and then hear from you. One is we've been mentioning uh, gear of the year. Steve, that's something that you will, you and Ooh, I will record yeah. here soon. So that's also a reminder because we have to do that very soon. <laughs> that's that's good, like, oh, yeah, I need to start working on that. It's getting, it feels like it's not getting boring because I've just so much of my gear is dialed in and not changing but then more if i actually like break down oh yeah okay there's things i did you know every year i'm trying the new stuff but it it just seems yeah there's always something and not even something multiple somethings but yeah i guess i I don't feel like i've had anything that's like a groundbreaking like my number one thing that i got new this year right it's everything's so dialed in that it's just like little changes at this point yeah Well, we'll talk about those little changes and we do have, I really, I think for the first time ever, listeners submitting uh, their gear of the year picks, which we've gotten some great stuff mm. already. But that's nice. the main reason I'm bringing up this now, in addition to, <laughs> to reminding you and I, Steve, is just kind of a last call for you guys listening. If you have a gear of the year suggestion, get that to us in the next uh, few days, because we'll be compiling those and sharing those when uh, we record the podcast where Steve and I will chat through ours. So that's one. Send that in if you haven't already. And then a second one I would love to hear from listeners on. I basically am trying to coordinate with as many of the Western states as possible to do a podcast with someone from Fish and Game from that state. And so it would be really cool if you guys had specific questions on any given state. I haven't locked in all of them yet but i would love to hear your questions or maybe you have a broader question that you would like to hear from each state maybe um you know from a bigger picture but i've already had some cool conversations um i had a great call actually with new mexico 
last week. We're definitely doing a podcast with them and um, we're doing one with Wyoming for sure. But I have, I'm trying to work on, you know, all the others, right? Like Montana and Colorado and Idaho and, you know, mostly those Western states. So I just want to say to listeners, whether you have a state specific question, that's maybe a st- the state of a specific species or a regulation change, et cetera. Any ideas on those, those will be episodes that we will be working on. So just be cool to hear what you guys want to hear on those. And uh, yeah, as always, whether it's gear of the year or something for um, these state-specific podcasts coming in the future, just share your feedback or questions with us by sending an email to podcast at exomountaingear.com and we'll do our best to integrate all those for sure. Steve, we (laughs) truly... (laughs) have a ton to do. So this isn't uh, going to be an incredibly long podcast by any means. But a very relevant question came through. um, And basically, this guy was asking, what end of the year tasks do we perform when our hunting season has ended? So when there's no more tags to fill, your hunting season's over. Doesn't have to be immediately, but in the, the off season, what are some of the things that we do um, and I think it's a great question because I will say that in the past I've drugged my feet on some things and then, you know, roll around to like spring bear and I'm like, oh shoot, I wish I would have had this, that, and the other thing done or what have mm. you. So as we have, you know, shorter days, no more hunts, maybe for the next couple months, it's kind of the perfect time to get some chores done, if you will, as it relates to hunting stuff. So, um, I feel free to throw out what you want, Steve. I'll start. I have a few things in mind, but one of the things I do and have done recently is I wash all of my down gear. Mm. Um, so like my down quilts, um, maybe some of my down clothing as well, based on how often they've been used. That's something that historically I have not done as often as I should. And I noticed like with my catabatic quilt, I did this stretch where I was like, it'd probably been three years since I've washed the thing. And when I did that, I was like shocked at how much loft came back to it. And honestly, how much loft that I was missing because, you know, there's oils and things like that in the down. Um, It just doesn't perform as well. So that's something I'm, uh, based on prior experiences, more more strategic with and try and do in the off season so that it is basically ready to go. And obviously that comes with storage too. I'm I'm sure most guys are well aware, but you don't want to store natural down fibers, whether that's a sleeping bag, a quilt, clothing, et cetera, compressed. So get that thing washed, get that oils and dirt and grime off of it from the season, and then either hang it up or like lay it out where it's not compressed. And that's something great to do in the off season. I have some other Steve, but does anything come to mind for you? We can maybe ping pong back and forth. The first thing that came to mind is more just uh sometimes i use my gear list sometimes i use i use a kind of an app called google keep to just keep notes and tasks and stuff mainly for work but also for personal life and i'll just if there's something that needs addressed or fixed or whatever like you know during a hunt immediately post hunt i just put that on that list and that i just always have that reminder reference back to like oh yeah i need to do this so even if i do nothing between now and spring bear season when you know the two weeks prior to like oh you know mark's flying out we're going on a hunt uh, i've got that list to go back like oh i need to do you know i need to replace this or um Mm -hmm. this was broken what you know just things like that um so you don't just forget about it and completely 
know, just leaves your mind. The yeah. the as far as is there anything I do prepping gear? Yeah, sleep like sleeping bags probably the only one that I can think of right away of uh, that I actually just and I for years I didn't know where the heck to put it, but I, I figured out at some point rocket science just put it underneath the bed, right? Like we've got our uh, the bedroom in our room, the bedroom in our guest bedroom. You know, there's a big you know ten inch space underneath it. I just put my sleeping bags under there. They're laid flat. Uh, it works. It ends up working out great because I used to try to keep them in the closet and it was just kind of a mess. So that's a great spot for them if you're looking for one. The only other one that jumped to mind, which I still need to do from Kodiak, is cleaning my boots up, Mike, making sure that the if you have boots that are leather, not so they're not just sitting there all nasty and mud and dirt and stuff caked on them, get them cleaned up so that they're ready to go for next year. Yeah. Um, gun, obviously, want to get the gun clean. So it's not just sitting, you know, especially like our, we're just post Kodiak. So all that salt water exposure, make right. sure that that's clean and good to go. And then other than that, I just try to keep my stuff somewhat organized and put away basically. Yeah. And then I'll just, um, for the most part, it's going to sit there until next May. <laughs> yeah. 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 Same for me, like weapon, uh, even knives, like I've, been in the past forgotten to like oh i had this successful hunt my knife's all dirty bloody you know fat and hair on it like forget to do Mm -hmm. that or even sharpen it um so i actually just did that this weekend i went through i have a few different hunting knives and some of them i had left (laughs) it's like oh this one's dirty and not super sharp from this hunt but then i just grabbed a, a different one for the next hunt so i had a couple knives that need some attention definitely my rifle went through after kodiak um yeah, all that stuff. So yeah, clothing, weapon, knives, those are big ones. Boots are a huge one. That's a good one for sure. Um, and then, yeah, just what you said, I just take this time of year to evaluate, you know, any any potential gear changes, whether that's something new I'm considering, even thinking through consumable stuff, right? Like, um, did something wear out this year where I don't necessarily need a different one or to change one. It could be something as small as like, um, you know, medications, right? Like, Hey, make a note on your gear list, like to refill, you know, ibuprofen in your kit or whatever. Right. Um, it's just a good time. I know that like the next hunt may seem far off and it may be months off at this point, but with the downtime that we have uh, this time of year and like in the coming months, it's just a perfect time to like get ahead of stuff. So as you said, Steve, making notes is super important. That's definitely something I've seen you do is like, we could be right in the middle of a hunt and you have a thought and you're like, oh, I need to get this or I want to try this, you know? Um, so yeah. yeah, it's a great time just to get organized and do all that stuff. And then, yeah, planning some gear, you know, that rolls right into like obviously Christmas time, you may throw something on your wish list or tax returns coming up, but it could be selling gear too. That's another thing is like, maybe just go through all of your gear and you'll actually find some stuff you just don't need anymore. Um, and you can get rid of. So hopping on rock slide or something like that. And just, uh, making some budget by selling stuff you don't need. Like it's just a good time of year to go through all that stuff for sure. We've hit this before Steve, but I, you know, this topic, I can't not address it and at least mention packs. What's the basics on post season pack care? Yeah. Just like your boots, make sure they're clean. So get all the, you know, if, if, if you just, if you didn't kill anything, frankly, there's probably nothing that I would do if you did kill <laughs> something and the packs got bloody, 
then uh, make sure you get it clean as far as cleaning goes. And then um, just don't store it. The the only thing that I really care about is the suspension, which so the, the shoulder harness and the hip belt foam and the lumbar foam. Don't throw it in the bottom of a closet and then throw weight on top, like, you know, so it's laying down and then throw, throw weight on top of that where the foam is getting compressed, right? Like foam has a lifespan to it. It has memory to it. If you, you know, if that shoulder harness gets a, you know, it's like crinkled right in the middle, like right where your chest is. And it's, there's a bunch of weight sitting on that, even, you know, 20 pounds, 10 pounds over the, and it just sits there for three, four months. When you go to pull that out, there's just that foam's going to hold that shape for a while. And it may, it may take a while to recover. It may not ever fully recover. So your suspension is the one thing that you really want to pay attention to. I like to just, if you've got a closet, just hang it up and you know throw it in the corner of the closet and let it hang up in there and that way you know nothing's getting um compressing the foam if uh or just you know set it standing up on the ground something like that mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's the one thing we've yeah certainly mentioned this before but the foam between just compression and then compression and heat are your certainly your worst two enemies combined uh and really the kind of heat i'm talking about would be like in a car so if you yeah, you know, had it inside your car on a hot summer day with the foam getting compressed. That that'd be a no brainer. That it that would not ever actually fully recover um, if it was got you know 120, 130 degrees in your car and you mm-hmm. uh, um, had that foam getting compressed some way. Yeah. Other than that, they're you know obviously 500 e Cordura and it's all mil spec, incredibly tough stuff. It's it's not like super sensitive by any means to how you treat it when you're just storing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess keeping it, if it's in your garage, key, uh, my, I mean, we've another thing we've mentioned multiple times between dogs and mice chewing on bloody straps, or if you left some snacks in a pocket, you know, that, that story happens over and over and over, you know, some guy goes to pull his pack out of the garage and there's, you know, big old hole chewed through it. So that's something certainly to be aware of. Yeah. That's the only thing I would add, like. We were joking about if if you didn't kill anything, you don't need to do much. I would say the only thing I would make sure to do if you didn't kill something and don't need to clean it is just make sure it truly is empty, uh, that there's not that honey stinger down in the corner of it or crumbs or yeah anything that could attract like rodents or anything like that for sure. Well, again, guys, short and sweet one today. Um, hope those little tips may have been helpful for you. And then we'd just love to hear from you on uh, those topics we mentioned, whether that's gear of the year, those state-specific podcasts, and then we just have a ton of stuff coming for the new year. So we're excited about what's coming in the podcast in 2024. And thank you guys for tuning in. But right now we literally have to go uh, take care of a bunch of orders to fill. So thanks everyone for the support and everything else. Again, if you want to get in touch with us, just send an email to podcast at exomountgear.com and we'll talk to you soon.